We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Welcome back to Veterans Minimum. On this episode, we're going to be talking about the NBA All-Star Weekend. We're going to play some spitball. MLB's got a change of pace, possibly, and some players are getting signed. So stay tuned. Hello. This is your turn to talk. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, I was hey. hoping you guys would say something. What's up, guys? Oh man, I'm happy we have a mic on now in front of us. We've been we've been shooting the shit for a long time. Yeah, now. we've been yeah, just we've having been talking about like a lot of hour. different things. We've just been debating each other. I love it. I could do it all day for an hour and a half before coming on the, <laughs> coming on microphones and debating each other. Is there a yes. guy showering behind you? Where? You see that out the window? Hello. You see that window? There's yeah. someone showering. In a window? Yeah. Phenomenal. I, the, I with the, with the beige anything. house. Oh, shit. I can't see <laughs> Is anything. that a dude or a girl? That's a naked man right Nips? there. Nah, I can't see dick, though. Nah, definitely Damn. like an older. It's not worth it. An older man? Yeah, I see him washing his shit. Yeah, he's... You guys are gazing. Oh, no, right. that's a girl. That's long hair. Oh, this is oh. weird now. We can't see. Oh, we, <laughs> got, we got towelage. All right, all right. Uh, all right, goodbye. You think she saw us? No. Maybe. They? Oh, wait. Maybe. No, that is a naked woman. Is yeah, it, that's a naked woman. Is it two, You're though? Because right. you guys spotted a man and a woman. I don't know. It could be. Could be having fun over there. All right. What wait. if you just see Tim, the... enough. What if you just see the palms on the window right now? Just, <laughs> just crazy, Going yeah. ham. For the record, we're not... I mean, it's right outside. They're pretty fucking something. You know what I mean? Yo, honestly, I've, it's it's like they, it's one of the blurred windows, so we can't see. It's also but, like they set up their shower directly, so their entire naked body could be on display while showering. I know it's weird. What, it's, I saw their knees. Yeah, like, how like, big is that window? Like shins. <laughs> like, I know what your shins look like. Dog. Yeah, it's wild. Yo, know, in, in in my apartment, <laughs> the uh, the office window, like blinds don't fit in the window because it's like slanted so nothing can fit there so it, it's wide open so when i'm like naked walking around and shit people I, my neighbors have seen me naked so i don't feel bad about seeing that person like blurry naked because they've All seen right. me 
HD naked for sure. Because yeah. I don't have that shit on my so it's windows. It's about time they were paid the favor. Yeah, it was good, guys. <laughs> it's just nature. Yo, guys, all I'm saying is natural state. All I'm saying is we we camp out a little bit. TMZ. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Um. Anyway, uh, our buddy Jared fought over this weekend. Took his first. Mm. UFC loss. Yeah, we had to we had to address it because we come on here, you know, very Tim of us right away. Anytime <laughs> Tim wins, hits the group chat right away, three and zero. Bang it. Right when he loses, <laughs> when he loses, not a peep. Nah, when he loses, is Nick saying, "Where's Tim?" Yeah, Tim missing. That's what it is. That's what it is. He's so. he's quicker to my losses than I am to my wins. I don't know. That, that'd be a good one to time, though. That's for sure. It would. But uh, yeah, man, we got we got to address this. It was unfortunate, very deflating. We were watching it at this bar. I kind of put an asterisk next to it. Yeah, I mean, dude, if I you guys couple, watch I the saw fight, those, low blows. those are. Yeah, why didn't you show all, up to the bar, bro? Yeah, no. you too. By the way, what happened? Phones don't work now, I'll, huh? I'll be honest with you, I was very hungover. I was mm. blackout. At, I stayed at out nine till o'clock. I didn't hungover. Yeah, but I didn't. Yeah, it was. But yeah, I was chilling. I didn't have a drink. Straight edge, baby. No, I just didn't mm. want to stand. I'll be honest. I was. I sat on my couch literally all day. Yeah. Like so bars shit. don't have seats now. Here, no, this more booth. We had a nice. They got beds. I would have <laughs> showed up there with a bed and a blanket. <laughs> we did have a nice booth. But anyway, back to the fight. Uh, yeah. I mean, I put an asterisk next to it. He lost. Like out. He got caught. He clean, got caught. Yeah. But um, and then got the reason why ground and pounded into submission. But the reason why there was like a an asterisk on this is because. He got Jared's. A, he pushes the pace a lot in fights, so he's right in your face the entire time and forces you to, you know, move and get tired and whatever. And his cardio is like really good, so he's gonna be there in later rounds and maybe you'll you'll gas out like early. But this dude in the first like within a minute was trying to throw inside leg kicks and kicked him square in the balls Man. twice, 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 like within square. a minute. Square in the balls. So for someone that pushes the pace and is always in your face, like now you're very hesitant with everything. With a with in a sport where it's milliseconds that is life changing. It just you know throws what I mean? off everything. Like it just throws off everything. Yeah, you get touched in the balls. I, I don't know. Like it gets you infuriated. So it yeah. probably throws you off your mental. I think I don't know. I don't know what's going on inside inside a cage. Yeah. Like your adrenaline's probably rushing. That's why. Like I was saying at the bar, I was like, "Yo, he got caught clean." I think the first one was really bad. It was like direct. They both were oh, kind of like, direct. I was, I was shocked. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I would have taken the full five minutes. But when you're you're in there, like your adrenaline's running and shit. So this this really has nothing to do. Well, it kind of has something to do with it. I'm not I'm not like making the t- a comparison. But when I was younger, I, I went I used to go on like interstate taekwondo tournaments, and I got nailed straight in the nuts one time by and, kick, by kick, yeah. And I had it was on it was in the third round, and I I had been on a streak where I had just won. Uh, another uh interstate competition and i had just won a competition within my own state and i was like on a streak i was on a roll yo i really like that shit fucked with me yeah, like i got hit i got hit in the balls and then all of a sudden i was timid i was like throws you off your game it really threw me off and i was wearing a cup too but yeah, well they wear cups too the cup only does so much yeah man, because sometimes the cup moving the wrong way and like pinching like yeah, something that yeah. shouldn't be pinched or flattening it like yo that hurts even more so that's a and when you're a kid too, like I know Jared's not a kid, but he's new to the, to what's going on. So when you're new and the whole, the the stage is that big and you are you're in such a mental mind state, and you know Jared is made mentally different than I am. I, I think he's made mentally different than most people, which is why he's where he's at. But you know that that how could it not? How could it not? Yo, listen, a shot to the nuts is a shot to the nuts. Yeah. No matter like if I just come over and give you a cup check, that's gonna hurt you too. Yeah. Now imagine getting kicked. No. I once caught an actual 
soccer kick right to the balls. Woo! A ball was coming in on a volley, and I ran out to, to header it, and the kid cocked back to, like, one-time it. Yo, direct hit right into the... The, the sun doesn't the, shine? Yeah, exactly. The lambs. And uh, <laughs> it was the grapefruits. That's what I was looking for. But, yo, um, Bloody Elbow, who is uh, a great follow, great source for mixed martial, martial arts, they were talking about Jared hyping up this fight, and they said that he's the best pressure uh, pace fighter in that division, right? And there's some big names in that. And it was like what you were saying, Joe, about how he always is in your face all three rounds, just constantly pressure. You get hit in the nuts twice. You're gonna you're gonna hesitate a little bit. Yeah, because now if I get kicked in the nuts once, and then every time you move your, like think about if someone like nut checks you right as a joke, like ah, duh. <laughs> right? If you're friends with one of those assholves, right? <laughs> Anytime they me. move their hand for the next oh, half hour, you're like yo, yeah, 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 you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, right. Now think about like you're fighting somebody and they throw. I mean, you throw kicks two That's in a row, true. and their legs are constantly moving. It's like oh fuck, is this guy gonna kick me again? Yeah, two in a row. Like, do they wear cups me? in the yeah, UFC? Yeah, they do. They wear cups. Yeah, but I mean, dude, like you said, it's it only does so much. It fucking crushes you. Uh, props to Fajita, though. He caught him clean. Yeah, and, and I, I know the type of person Jared is. I know that he's taking this as a loss, and he's not like, oh, you know what? Thing. I got kicked, whatever. He's not going to say shit like that. He, he, I know how he feels. I know he definitely feels like, I just lost. He got the better of me, and that's it. Like, we're we're making the excuses for him that I know he's not going to make. But, uh, yeah, I think, I think he'll be fine moving forward. We'll see. Shout out to Flash. We've seen what happened to Jared. I mean, if you know his story, when shit gets rough. Go check out that old episode if you want to know his story. Yeah. Um, anyway, let's talk about uh, NBA All-Star Weekend. Just passed. We all made some predictions on uh, in the, in the group just, chat, didn't we? No, nah, I put up a graphic. Oh, okay. You know, I'm working these Excel sheets now, cuz. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Out here. Oh, <laughs> shit. Uh, boss crushed it, though. Yo, I won. Uh, so I, I was in a, a group text on the side with me and two of my buddies. Uh, one of them was like out of nowhere at the start of the night. He's like, "Yo, I got who do you have? He had Nance and someone else in the three point." I was like, "Yo, I got a who do I have? I have Devin Booker and Mitchell." No, I'd have Mitchell. Mitchell won it all. Oladipo. Oladipo, yeah. In the dunk contest, and then someone and the other kid answered. I was like, "Yo, fuck it, five bucks on each. If the field wins, we just keep our money." Mm. So I made ten bucks because no one had Mitchell, and I had uh, D Book in the three point shootout. Yo, and Solid. he put on a show too. Yo, he's the best shooter. Booker. Oh, I think Booker. he missed six shots. It was he he scored twenty eight. I think it was an all time like number. Wow. And Yo. he was going off. Yo, it's fun. I've I've actually enjoyed the three point contest because like, I like shit like that. So basketball has changed over the last ten years. And and now the three point contest, you're getting a lot of the bigger names. Right? You had a couple of all stars in it, mm-hmm. Clay Thompson, you had Curry a couple of years ago, Durant's been in it. You have all these big names. And you know, that's uh, unlike the home run derby where that really changes your entire thing, like your hitting changes because now you have you have to golf a ball out of the, the stadium, you know. Uh, with a three-point contest, you're just taking jump shots. Yeah, they so do that anyway. it doesn't alter anything. And a lot of these guys are your classic catch-and-shoot guys. It's like going through a warm-up. So it was funny. Uh, so it was in L.A. And, um, you know, there's been rumors of Paul George maybe going there. Paul George had an awful performance. Someone <laughs> actually put up a video of Kevin Hart doing three-point contest a couple of years ago. And he actually outshot <laughs> Paul George. And and uh, the crowd was yelling, uh, We want Paul. We want Paul. And then uh, a lot of people were saying, man, they might not want Paul now after this performance. <laughs> Someone was saying, like, LA Nightlife got the best of them. Yep. Speaking of performances, a uh, shout-out to our follower, Tyler Sunderland, who put a prop in, uh, not a prop in, uh, a parlay on props, 
Bet seven dollars and sixty nine cents for Din Whittle, Devin Booker. <laughs> sorry, Din Whitty, Din Whitty. Oh my God, Devin Booker and Donovan Mitchell. And guess what he guess what he won? Seven sixty nine. He bet. I don't know, but that sounds like it. Wait, how the fuck do you even wager seven dollars and sixty nine cents? Ask Tim. <laughs> That's a Tim wager for <laughs> I don't sure. Know, guess how much you won? A couple G's, I think, right? I saw it in the $1,211. Whoa! I was going to say yeah. like 95 Nah, nah. Because, yo, you're taking 6 to 1 odds. You're taking like a, a, yeah. a 11 to 1. You're multiplying it. He won over 1000 bucks for that for a $7 bet. Wow, that's awesome. Especially Mitchell. It was like he was the last second replacement. So he was probably long odds. That was crazy. I no, took Mitchell. Mitchell was, I was kind of the most confident in that he, one. He hit with Dinwiddie and uh, Booker were pretty good payments. M- Mitchell was uh, actually... Clo- closed as the second favorite behind uh, Smith Jr. I don't even know who else was in the Yo, did Oladipo. Did you guys see Ola- oh, yeah. Oladipo's Yo- final like dunk attempt on Slam? I'll tweet out from the account if you guys haven't seen it. Slam online. He he did, I think it was a 360, and then it was a tap off the backboard, and then he threw it down with the other hand. Oh, yeah, I saw that. And it was like, yo, oh, where was this now. during the fucking... Well, he was oh, saving yeah, yeah, it yeah. for the final, but he obviously never got there. Yeah. What was your favorite dunk? I don't know. I was I, fucking with the off the backboard. Yo, I like the double stuff, backboard. The, yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. Like off yeah. the far backboard, and then yo. So what that was, was Nance that did that. Nah, nah that was, that was uh, Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell. Mitchell. Yo, you oh, remember? Yeah. You remember NBA Live? That was one of the dunks that you had to do to yes. like get a fifty. Wow. Yo, the only dunk, and I feel like I, I've said this the last couple of years that we've talked about this. The only dunk that hasn't been done in a dunk contest, any variation of it. Is the double Vince Carter where you go under the knees twice? That was in the game, and that was in the game yeah. too. Yeah. Yo, that's the only one, and that's I think a, that's, that's the only one that. Bro, you know how hard that is. I know, I know oh, it's yeah. not hard, but you no know one never gets attempted behind the back dunks. Uh, you know who bought those back? Um, uh, what was his name? Zach Levine. Yeah. He was doing the behind the back ones. Those were pretty fire do you too. Know, do you know what else? Like, it's it makes you see how far the game has come. That the Larry Nance Senior. The dunk that he won the dunk contest on, Larry Nance Jr. did that for his first like <laughs> homage warm up dunk, and everyone was just like, "All right." <laughs> yeah. it, it was like the dunk is dope though. Like, it, I like that dunk. It, dope it is, dunk, yeah. But it shows Yo, the difference. His dad the is a house. Yeah. The picture <laughs> they have of him doing that dunk, I'm like, look at this guy. His fucking legs are ginormous. Savage, just savage. How do you play defense against someone like that? Um. How'd you guys feel about like the actual like All Star game? How they did like the draft and shit this year with Team LeBron and Team Steph? I was skeptical about it at first, but it made it cool, man. Uh, the end, you could tell people wanted to win. LeBron really took over and <laughs> did his thing at the end. You see that gif online of like LeBron and Kyrie in the huddle. He's like, man, there he go again. <laughs> it's like LeBron screaming, at Kyrie just like. <laughs> <laughs> He's a, yeah, I liked it. It was cool. It was cool. Cool. Yeah. I fuck with it. I, I think it would be even cooler if they like showed the draft. I think that would be awesome. Well, so I think that they're gonna next year. I yeah. feel like this year was a trial run, so they probably wanted to experiment. Like, man, this thing might not work out. Let's not tease it. Now that they saw that, you know, people wanted a competitive game because in the past it used to be competitive, right? You get the cream of the crop. These are the best twenty-four players in the world, and you got to see defense. You got to see a lot of guys take. I know it's an all-star game, but everyone's an alpha dog. And you got to see like who the alpha dog really is, and you got to see that it's still LeBron shit. You I, know, I think if it's a draft, it's a it's a draft too. You feel like because people are gonna talk shit like, "Oh, this is the better team. This is the better team." And like, yo, we're, I think it makes it more fun and more competitive, like naturally. You know, it's like playing a pickup game. You yeah, I like I mean? it. I mean, everything exactly. everything in sports is set in terms of all star games. It's set like East versus West or AL versus NL, or you know, in hockey, it's division versus division versus division. 
Like, I like the mix-up. You know, we don't get – people on the East sometimes don't get to see the players on the West because of, you know, the the time difference. So mm-hmm. it's cool to see, like, what it would be like – or even you could fantasize of a dream team, which I, which has happened now in today's NBA of, oh, what would happen if these two link up from, from – if he comes East from the West mm. or, you know, shit like that. So it's cool to see West Coast guys playing with East Coast guys, I think, instead of just keeping it – the same thing for the last however many years is West versus East. We've seen those guys play together already the last five years. A lot of people were saying how they were excited to play with certain guys, right? LeBron and Durant got to play together. Super whack in my opinion. You know, okay, I'll get to that in a second. Uh, <laughs> y- y- Super Gian- Giannis got to play with certain players. Oh, how is that whack? I don't like that LeBron and KD are friends. I don't what? like it. Dude, everybody in the league is friends. I, that's, yeah. It's whack. It's whack to me. That's just how it is, oh, though. Like, so, so you show up to All-Star Weekend, you're just not going to be cool with the dude? Like, you're you're part of an... Nah, like, just like don't play, pick him Like, you're first. union guy. Like, that's your... I feel you, but don't pick him first. the second best player in the league. I don't care. Trying to win, bitch. Nah. Let's go. Give me I don't KD. Like, I don't like that they're friends. I like the back-in-the-day shit when Magic and Bird talk shit about each other. I like that much better. I'm sure they talk shit about each other. Yeah, but if you're LeBron, like you gotta, you don't feel it's slighted by KD. Game. Give me a yeah, break. Yeah, like Russ talks shit about KD, but they were shooting around with each other. I don't like it. I don't like it. I think you're a little like overzealous with this. I one. think you're getting too old. Is what yeah, I yo, for wow. real. He is the old head on the pod, yeah, yeah, too, yeah. man. You're getting too old. You're getting too old. You know what, you fucking kids? You're sitting on your porch. You're yelling at the kids <laughs> running by now. It's crazy. It's wild. Y'all hate each other a little bit. If you're LeBron, you don't think like KD kind of stole your legacy a little bit? No. What? What no. legacy did he steal? Yo, it with uh, he just before KD signed with the Warriors, this dude just came off a season they, where his team beat the best team in regular season uh, history. But the Warriors beat them too before that, so it's not like right. But there was a chance. I don't know if if it's to me and KD signs with that team, I'm like he's he's taking my legacy away. They're nah. making the best team ever created because that's the only way to beat me. You that's know what? Your the, legacy. You, you they know had what? To do this to win. Ma- Magic and Bird also weren't all making over $150 million each. Bam. So that's that kind of eases it a little bit. Like, yeah, Legacy is cool, but both are worth over half a billion yeah, dollars each. So that kind of yeah. eases it up a little bit. Sure that. I guess so. Um, that's why there's no hate anymore, right? Like, everyone's making money. Like Money makes money. Yeah, everyone's just chilling, having fun. I don't think it's just that though. They're not. They're, First of all, they're super competitive. Come like finals time. That's it's what I'm saying. Like, like in the playoffs, you could tell everyone's it's an like All Star Weekend. Yeah, man. We're like this is the only weekend that we just fuck around. Yeah, it's like a vacation, dude. These guys are working like for six, seven straight months. They get to go to LA for four or five days and chill out. They're just gonna be like, Nah, I don't want to hang out with any of these guys. All I'm saying is, don't pick them first. Pick Yanni. Fuck Yanni. Or, ya- or Yanni yeah, says the Americanaki say it. I thought they were gonna go off. Right? He's like, yo, yo, I went, to, I went to the Yanni's game and it was the worst game in Knicks history. Yeah, so yo, you said that. Giannis and uh, Jimmy Butler apparently they fell in the cowboy rager trap. They had a very good time in LA, and Butler, Butler didn't play like the whole first half of the game. Yeah, but why not have a good time in LA? Yo? You seen Yanni? You see Yanni's like, uh, you the Greek a freak. We are Greek in the sheets. Too. Oh yeah, with the bell. <laughs> Freaking the sheets. The blowjob belt. Yo, it was funny because then the next day. <laughs> he went off, yeah. He had like 77 points on DraftKings. <laughs> Dan- Danny texts me the next morning. He had like he goes, 40, 10, and like 8 or he's some like, shit. Yo, just a heads up. Next time someone posts on Instagram that they're getting a blowjob, we need to play them. Because the bell was a blowjob belt. Yeah. And then he just kept pressing it. <laughs> That's great. Um, something else that might be new in the future. Who knows? Uh, reseeding in the playoffs. 
some speculation that this could happen. LeBron, not a big fan, of course. I think this is an interesting idea. I, I, I think I, it makes sense. So, this is a new idea for the NBA, but this is actually something that's been going on for the WNBA. And I know there might be a couple of WNBA NBA fans out there that already know this, but, you know, just got to let people know anyway. In the WNBA, top eight in all the entire league. League, yeah. There's no conference. There is conferences. Yeah, but there's no, like, for the playoffs. They recede, so yeah. the top eight make it, right? The last two seasons they've been doing this. And the last two seasons, the Lynx and Sparks, who were the two best teams in the NBA at the time, uh, have made the finals, both Western Conference teams. And each time, the finals has gone to a deciding game five, which in the WNBA is equivalent to game seven. So it's working in the WNBA and is getting exactly what it is. LeBron says that it would change history, it would change legacies, but I don't know. I kinda, I, I'm kind of intrigued by it. I think that divisions are a relic of the past in, in a lot of cases. It definitely makes the opening round of the playoffs a lot better. And that's what I think they, they really want to change. My biggest change, if I was to propose, go back to five-game series, mm, in right? Round? In the first round, especially. Number one, I don't need two weeks. I don't need a seven-game series to determine if the one seed is going to be beat the eight. But if you make it a five-game series, right, and say you split that, that first two, right, you go game three back to Miami and you're the Celtics, right? And it's 1-1. There you can be like, yo, if they steal game three, now you got to win two in a row. You got to win game four in there. It makes things a lot more interesting and compelling. Also, the Nuggets would play the Cavs in the opening round. As an NBA fan, I'd much rather watch that than watch, what, the Pistons and the Cavs in the East? Or Sixers. Or the Sixers where at best you're going to win one game. It just makes it more interesting. And and look, we were talking about this before we started recording, how back in the day, teams would travel different. Obviously, now you don't have an entire training staff that comes with you and all this high-tech private jets. There was a story about how the Celtics in the 80s used to fly commercial flights during the finals. So when you were going on a regular so trip, Joe, from, from Boston to L.A., you might be sitting next to Larry Bird on there. You know, it was just... It's not the case now. You just add another day in between the breaks and you're chilling. If you have to go from Denver to Cleveland or you have to go from Portland to Miami. Yeah, that's why I, th- I would think divisions in itself are a relic of the past because think about like the 1962 Yankees. They're playing on the East Coast mostly because they're taking buses down or like Nick said, like these regular flights to these places. And now you see everything's different. They're, they're starting to do games over in, in other countries mm-hmm. and and the flights, every team has their own personal jet and every team has their own personal trainers that come along with their own. There's so much money involved these days that because of those travel, like, I don't know, I wouldn't say in like efficiencies where there used to be inefficiencies. I think that what you get is a, now a whole new era of sports where divisions don't make much sense anymore. They're kind of just a traditional relic that we've kept around because we just kind of are used to it and i don't, I don't know all right yeah I'm, i mean I'm, I'm cool with it like as a fan i like the 1 to 16 idea i know it was funny yesterday me and my buddies were talking about mlb realignment how like it'd be cool if, to see like the mets yankees phillies orioles and like red sox and one of the like just northeast where you could drive to all the games but like playoffs i'd be open to you know whatever i mean i you like i said you don't see these teams same thing like the, i said for the all-star game can be pertain to this 
where you don't see West play East. We're seeing one time a year on each court. So it'd be cool to see them go at it for a series, considering both are unfamiliar with each other, likely going into the series. And, you know, in terms of strategies and stuff like that and game planning. So I think it'd make for a much more interesting series than for a team you see three to four times a year and you kind of know the ins and outs of their game planning. Yeah, and also just think like, yo, if I have a better record than you, like our team did better this year, we should be rewarded. But because we are in a different conference, conf- like a different conference, like right, right, I'm right. not being rewarded properly, like a, a better team, we did way better than you. You know what I mean? Like we see that in the NFL all the time where a team's like eight and eight makes the playoffs. There's like teams that have 11 wins that are not getting in or some shit. It's like, dude, what the hell? Like, why aren't we? The thing, the thing Tim mentioned about the divisions a couple of years ago, maybe even five years ago, there used to be a scenario in the NBA where the top three seeds were always the top three divisions. Mm-hmm. And you'd have a lot of times where you'd have the Raptors win the Atlantic and they'd have 44 wins, but then you'd have the Heat win 50 games, but they're with the, I don't know Wizards if they are, but yeah, there were like the Wizards and the Wizards had more wins than them. They won the division. So the Wizards win 55 games. The Heat win uh, 52 games. And then you have the Raptors, 44 wins. And the Raptors are the three seed. And then you got the Heat as the four seed. I remember that happening a lot with the when the Nets the Nets and Raptors were both good in the Atlantic division. The, mm. Nets would, the Nets or Raptors would always end up in that fourth seed because they would be battling out for the Atlantic division win. And, beca- and because those divisions really don't matter anymore, like now that it's reseeded in that case, it's only a matter of time before the divisions don't matter at all. It and, only matters in terms of scheduling at this point. Right. Like travel, yeah. And nice. if you're the NBA, it would probably beseech you to be about that and like shorten the – Shorten the games a little bit. Like one thing about the NBA that's great is that they are the only team. I mean, the only league that their all of their numbers are averages, right? If you want to look at a team, a player's whatever, it's an average. He's got twenty eight points per game, right? So if that player plays seventy games or eighty two games, none of that changes in terms of all time numbers or whatever. So you have an opportunity as the NBA to really like have a situation where if you if you can get do away with the coasts and just have each other play. You could play less games, have each team play each other twice or something. And then what is that? There's 32 teams that makes 30. There's Oh yeah. 30 teams and not obviously not counting the team that you are. So you're playing about 58 games, 58 to 60 games a year. Yeah. And you're playing each team twice and everyone has seen each other and each team plays them at their own, at their own court and it gives everyone a chance to, especially because how the, the NBA is set up these days, it's a superstar-driven league. The, the superstars get to bounce all everywhere. I think there's a lot of, and Adam Silver is someone who's definitely like progressive. So I, I think that this I could fuck be. fuck with Adam Silver. Oh, he's the yeah, GOAT. Too. He's my favorite commissioner. He's, I mean, he's pro-betting. That's a good so reason like, why he's his favorite Right away. No, but he, he adapts, though. He listens to fans, what fans want to yeah. do, right? Fans wanted to change the All-Star game to make it more competitive. He did it for the fans. Look, he's a betting guy, but betters didn't like this new rule change. You know what I'm saying? Now you had some defense playing, and the over moved. The the game total moved about 35 points. No one's ever seen something like that. So he he is pro betting. He's very progressive, like Tim was saying. And he's uh, I'm down with Adam Silver for sure. Yeah. And I think yo, he's gonna make changes, man. He's gonna be he's gonna go down as like an all timer as far as a commissioner that changes the entire landscape of not just the NBA, just sports in general. Yeah, because I mean. I feel like if one sport does some drastic changes, people are like, you know what? If it works for them, it could work here too. I don't know. You could see that copycat shit. Weird looking dude. Good guy though. 
really weird. Super yeah, yeah, yeah. alien looking. Yeah. He is. He, he looks like... Got to get a hat on that guy. He looks like if David Stern was tall and skinny and alien. How tall is Adam Silver? Tall, tall. dude. He's like a big six, dude, three, right? Six, three. Yeah, he's tall because... Our, you now think he could dunk? No. no. He, so, <laughs> yo, you said <laughs> he looks athletic at all? No, but I mean his, six four, dude. He's also an older guy. His skin is way too white to be dunking. Yo, you said uh, you said David Stern. Remember when David Stern would shake hands with the draft pick? Uh huh. Adam Silver, it doesn't look that bad. Like he he's almost the same height as them. They've fi- yeah, and they've also figured out the handshake, which is nice. Yeah, they do it halfway. It's not the handshake. He's six three, but it's not the dap. Yeah, it's yeah. the start off like a dap, end with a handshake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that should be the universal. Dude. Yo, just so you guys know. Look at Silver sitting next to Zach Levine. That's, that's what I'm saying. The same you size. see, that started up as a dap, though. And, uh, uh, by the way, can we get can we get started on that? Like, I, I'd like to start a movement. Like, Daps. Let's Pro- figure out what we're daps? doing out here. Yeah, let's figure out what we're doing out here, people. All right? Because I don't know whether to dap people or it's handshake so, people. So what are you days. saying? Let's try this out real quick. What are you presenting? I'm sorry. Start with the dap, right? You lock. Lock. Lock hands. And then, then you bring it right into the handshake I'm down like with that. I'm also a big, like, bring it in, hug, half hug. Half hug the shit out of me, you know what I mean? Ha- but yeah, but you still got to do something with the hands after that. Yo, the dap is the dap. Is that the dap? That's that. Well, the dap is is two part. And then it's that. Right. The, it's, it's not the, the first lock the, and then the second a, lock. Yeah. yeah, but you just did a handshake for like those right. who can't see. So like, you first, did a gentleman's handshake so f- after the dap. Right. So first dap lock, <laughs> second gentleman shake. Nah, nah, nah. You want half? You want half dap? I'm trying to. I'm trying gentleman. to. I'm trying to bring worlds together, bro. Nah, nah, nah. nah. He In, is though. Integration. Yeah. Nah, nah. I feel you. Nah, you Free can't, world. You can't we should start that. hugging motherfuckers. <laughs> yo. It's Get rid of the hands. It's professional <laughs> handshake or street dap. Like, there's no mix. I know, cause I'm I'm in a situation Not where I'm a, I'm a teacher in the Bronx. Yeah. So I I work with young people. Like I'm everyone's about my age. So like, we dap. I mean, I I hear you. I mean, yeah. I feel like subconsciously we all know the difference. We're like, all right, we got to shake this old white dude's hand right now. Right. I'm not going to dap up him. But you don't want to be disrespectful at the same time. Be like, I want to dap up this person. Then they go in for the handshake. What about the West Coast? Man, I hate that shit so much. That's a me- that's a Mexican thing. Is nah, it? Start. No, no, that's also a soccer thing, too. You see a lot of soccer yeah, players do that. It's like a European a thing. A lot of European is just the dap lock. And oh, yeah. They, they oh, lock yeah, out yeah Their bounce. shit is weird, yo. The, 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 the lock and bounce is really weird. So you it's like... It, so I, it's I like and then out, right? Yeah, yeah it's like it's like that. <laughs> if I'm if I'm giving you the dap lock where I got your right. hands like this, I'm bringing you in. They're reinventing the handshake though. Like the handshake is firm, the dap lock is just like... Yo, I hate that, bro. Like when they're shaking hands like before a game or something, like the captain's like... Yeah, yeah. Yo, fuck this handshake. Yo, that, that, <laughs> I'm cool with the dap lock. Yo, that's why uh, that's why being a wrestling fan is so simple. It's just, you know, too sweet. So, <laughs> you know, give me a little tap right there. You know what I'm saying? Very simple. The oh, universal no, sign for wrestling fans. Just, that's you know, it. A little bit of that. I mean, there is change coming, man. We're talking about change this whole podcast, but another change that I don't know if anyone realized this, high five is gone. Nah. It's been gone. Nah. Yo, the high, high five is gone, dude. It's strong in some circles, man. No, dog. it's not. It's strong. Bro, people high five each other when they're he hits a three, gets back on defense. That's the high a quick five high five. The high five is strong. No, no, no. The high five is like hockey, where it's not as popular as it once was, but it's found its niche. The high five. And it's still number four on the You know what's another one that died? Not for Nick though. Peace sign. Mm. Oh, always a peace sign in Nick's the pictures. Peace sign in like it. I yeah, give yeah. I give the point. The one. Finger. I know a the lot. The Chinese of, were big on the peace sign. I know a lot of people who who don't know what to do with their arms. Their so first go-to is sideways peace sign for the for That's the camera. Nick, Nick, nah, Nick I do side- it, I do it for for world peace. No, he doesn't. 
Nick, Nick does Met, a sideways piece. Meta world piece. piece? Do you do a point? Anyone? Point or is that just me? Point. I don't do points. Point. Ever since the waiver wave, I've been giving off these things. These wavy things. I'm doing a lot of this. Yo, yeah. if you're like in a group photo and you're on one end, you don't give a point. Like, because your arm's just there. It's like. No, I just, I just, you know. It's always confusing what to do with that hand. <laughs> like, whenever you're in a group photo, like, what, what do I do with that I hand? I hope I have a beer in it because then. Yes. Man, beer, the drink, Hold beverage. it up. Get the flex going. Show the tries. Do something. <laughs> beverage does help a lot. Yo, but yo, I mean, we should start doing our own thing where it's like, like you're holding something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just start smacking asses like it's a baseball game. Hey, hey, what's up, bud? Just smacking random dudes' asses. You try that. I don't think the high five is dead though. Just to get back. I to do that. think the high five is dead. The high five was uh, well, maybe it's not completely dead, but it is depleted. Yo, it what was if, at an all time. It's high. not like a. It's not a greeting, but it's more of a like good shit, yo. Yeah, but no one high fives. <laughs> yes. No, they don't. Bro. I was listening to Basement Yard. Big fan, by the way. Uh, there was one episode where we were talking about like, yo, if one of my friends came over and like kissed me, like the European thing. Yeah. Yo, I want to come in one day and dab them up and do the Greek thing. And, like Greek people will like yeah. with your kiss family, both sides kiss both sides. I'd be mad confused. I'd be frozen in, in my tracks. I'd be like, yeah, I work, I work in the service that. industry and someone gave me like a nice tip one day and she like, I, so I gave her a kiss and she like, what? she's like the other side. The other side. <laughs> she's like, give me that, bud. I was like, all right. So I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Yo, it's mad it weird. super awkward. I was you should have kissed her on two cheeks and then grabbed her face, get right in the middle. <laughs> Yo, what's up? Yo, my family hates me for this because I only do the one side just to like tick people off because they're so used to it. So they just wait there for the other, and I just like the one kiss and go. Yeah, and now that's like the dab lock, fucking soccer. <laughs> Figure it out. Yo, I say we go into like remember when old school knights used to grab each other's wrists. I love tomorrow. Good morrow. Good morrow good good would make sense for the soccer players if the they want to do some like quick get the fuck out of there. Good morrow, that bitch. And there's less chance. Of disease. Good morning. Oh, no, shut up. Yo, ta- I was right. at a show. Right, I was at a right, show right. the other day. Deadass. I was at Good a show ball. the other day. <laughs> and this kid, I'm like, yo, I say this kid. I'm not going to say his name just for because. I'm like, yo, I haven't seen you in, in a long time. What up? And I don't really know him like that. I just see him at the shows or whatever. So I, I dap him up. I'm like, he's like, yeah, you know, I'm doing good. Just getting over this flu. <laughs> Guess who came in the next day sick doing Veterans Minimum? Mm. Fucking this guy. Oh, how about not this Not if one? we good morrowed. A good morrow is very intimate, though. Like, I feel like. Yeah, you gotta have eye contact you're with a morrow. No, I, you're fist, bump, I fist bump people. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Fist bump. Just if I'm, like, eating or I don't really fuck with you, I'm like, oh, what's up, man? But I we, fuck with we fisted yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> Nick fists me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I fuck with the fist bump. That's a nice, like, uh, like I don't really want to say what up, but it's just, like, keep it moving, you know? This is why there's so much confusion in the world. If we all just got one handshake down, the world would be a better place. I like the, uh, I, I like Tim's idea. The, nah, which nah, medium? It the starts as the dab, the dab, dab block. Yeah, Yo, yeah. We, we'll put this on no. the IG after yeah, yeah. this. We'll put, we'll take you through the steps of the dab lock. That's uh, a lot. It's a lot. It's too much. I, I think the best one is the dab lock. Bring in, smack the back, then get out of there. You that's know a, I mean? that's a good one too. I like that one too. Just straight, just, just like this. What's up, man? And nah. I do that and to then most just, people. Whoosh, and nah, then just nah, like, you gotta, like do, you dissolve. He just nah, he nah. just bodied the soccer one, and that's exactly what he did. Wait, no, he no, just, no, 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 yeah. no. I'm about this, this, and doing this. Soccer people just do this and get out. I know how. Bro, if you touch my hand in this position, like an arm you wrestling, can't position, finish it I'm a bringing lock. you in and smacking your back. Sure, but then what are yeah, you doing with you your hand after, dog? Yo, that's the whole important part. I agree with that. Let me see. Let me see. 
And then you gotta uh, go like that. I actually yeah, 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 okay. yeah, but I can't go into a handshake. This shit is getting crazy, okay? You can't just have an Optimus Prime version of a handshake adding all the good parts. <laughs> you gotta separate them. You know, I, I'm this is on a full blown conversation about handshakes, by the way. About 10 minutes, I think. <laughs> Good. Everyone likes a nice handshake. No, we all play football on Sundays. Do you <laughs> yes, ever, like, you, you, like, see your teammates who you don't see all week, to, you know, usually? And, like, every week for me, it's it's a different, like, there's never a synchronized that. I've never even, like, paid it always, attention. It's always fucked up. Never you know, really paid attention. That's why I go to the fist bumps because it's so early in the morning. You're just like, yo, See, up, it depends like, on the person. See, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm, like, my boys that I grew up with, like, I, we know the deal. We dap each other, right? But I have my friend Joe. Who moved out to Westchester? Oh, so he got like a whole other dab. Yeah, he got, oh, he's got some weird. He's shit. about hand, he's about <laughs> handshakes. Nah, fuck that. Professional guy. handshakes, like handshakes. He sees me. What's up, pal? He even call, he calls me. Nah, pal. yo, any of you guys shake my hand, I'm I'm <laughs> not gonna talk to you. Like, yo, you better fix this. I don't like that. Depends on the person. Yo, handshake and two kisses. How fast before you? Throw me out. What are you, my fucking grandma who's also my boss? <laughs> nah, I fuck with handshakes. Yo, what about handshakes with females? Like, do, do, do any of you ever, like... You're going different. Right, but... In a professional setting, I'm handshaking everyone. Right, right, right. In a professional setting, I'm just saying, but girls, you know. Like, what if it's not a girl you know good enough to give her the, the Yo, cheek kiss? hold on. So, but... I, I just say hi. I don't do anything. Really? No, I have no touching. See, I've, I've Yo, come I up with the, I've come up I with the best thing. Or like I do, do kind of handshake, too. I've come up with the best thing, guys. You oh, ready yeah. this Hug, right? With a little bit of cheek-to-cheek -cheek action, you listen for her kiss. <laughs> <laughs> And if she kiss, you kiss. If she doesn't, then you, you go. Yeah, because it, it's like cheek kiss isn't a cheek kiss. It's like we're gonna touch our cheeks and just go. And then, you know. Yeah, yeah I can't remember the last time I hugged someone. It's like a hello. I, I'm a I'm a hugger. I hug people. I'm a hugger too. The dog <laughs> Bailey, my girl. <laughs> no, nah, but I I honestly like sometimes I meet girls. I, I it depends. Like if they look like they're into it, I'm like oh, I'm hugging this bitch. <laughs> but like if she's just there and she's kind of just like hi whatever, I'm like hi I'm Joe, nice to meet you whatever. Or I'll put, I'll. Stick my hand you out and shake your hand. You always do the handshake. I feel like. Yeah, but sometimes I don't. I'm a I feel habitual like handshake. Fuck with me. When I when I feel like being silky smooth, I, I I do the handshake and then I give a little fake kiss to the hand. But that's only if I'm feeling silky smooth that day. Kiss to the People hand. People must hate you. <laughs> just, either hate or love. I feel like, like kiss to the hand is a huge sign of respect for the person. Yeah, if you're that's a, a the queen of England and you make sure you keep the eye no, contact like, the whole time. Bro, I'm not kissing anyone's hand unless I uh, I'd kiss Trish Stratus's hand, feet. Dead. Hello? I'm not, <laughs> not going to get into that conversation. It's a lot. But anyway, uh, let's play spitball. First one. Let's make it his way. Hit it. Around <laughs> the up. Champions League this week. Bayern Munich 5-0 win over Besiktas. Chelsea 1-1 or 1-1 draw to Barcelona. Shakhtar... 2-1 victory over Roma, Sevilla, and Man U, 0-0 tie, going back to Manchester. Shout out Sevilla, great food there. Uh, 20 years in the making. Team USA women's hockey beat Canada for the gold for the first time in 20 years last <gasps> night. They won it on a penalty shootout at the end of the game. Um, shout out to Team USA. They've played each other for the gold medal every single Winter Olympics um, since that first one, and this is the first time Team USA has, has won it. Uh, great no, no, work. no. They've won. Nah. They won like three Olympics ago, or four. Uh, four. Four. Since, four Olympics ago. Ninety-eight. Right. Since that time. Yeah, that's right. What right. Right. Yeah, yeah, right yeah. Since that oh, time. This is the first I time there was won one it. time there was Sweden made it. Sorry. No. You have know. a. You have something on your mic. Relax. It right, just. Bro, like, why are you touching my mic? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, dap him up. He did something for you. I want to see what he <laughs> chooses. 
Yo, now I'm gonna be so self conscious about handshakes. I don't mean to bring it back, but now I'm gonna shake. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucked up the next ten handshakes <laughs> I do. Uh, coming back, Vinatieri coming back for his twenty third year. Adam, damn, yo, twenty three year career is impressive no matter what position you're playing. That's wild. Back to the Colts. Back to the Colts. Uh, end of an era. Toys R Us has declared bankruptcy, so they gone. Is that news? Damn. I thought that happened. No, this week I, I saw it. It was nah, a yeah. uh, it's Wall kind of happened, but stores are shutting down now. As we're yeah. like this week, that's so weird. The one on White and Whitestone is closing down off the overpass. Yeah, yeah. I just went there. Like, that, was that, that was a that was a goat one. That was a that was a about the one in uh, like on the border of Astoria, Sunnyside, Woodside. Oh, you're there. talking about Northern, Northern, Northern Boulevard. Boulevard. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that, that one's there. open. That one's staying that open. That was my that was heaven on earth. Yeah, that was my shit. Shark tanking. Mark Cuban fined six hundred thousand dollars for admitting on Dr. J's podcast that he is tanking. He, in fact, he said, "You know, I'm probably not supposed to say this, and you know, first mistake, number one, it's probably the end of your conversation right there. Second mistake, he says, I sat down with the players and talked to them about how winning is probably not the best option this year, and now we should try and lose. He's fined six hundred thousand uh, dollars. Mark Cuban is worth three point two billion dollars." Um, the average American worker, if you take percentages, that's like finding them twenty eight dollars. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Is that enough, Joe? Six hundred thousand? You want to go? You want to? Uh, you don't want to go there. You don't want to go there. I do. I so do. I just talked about handshakes for fifteen minutes. <laughs> I can go forever with this shit. Yo, you want to hear something cool about Adam Vinatieri real quick before we go on? Adam Vinatieri is the is an ancestor of the guy who played horn. Uh, in the American Revolution for one of the generals. And he stayed home on a day where they got, like, Leveled. wiped out. Yeah. And if he would have gone to battle that day and played the horn and got wiped out, no out of Vinatieri. Well, thank God for being sick that day or whatever. Yeah. First of all, I didn't mean to get off topic, and I don't want anyone to have any other opinions. I will just say mine. The <laughs> fact that anyone even thought, dude, don't bring a gun. Just bring your fucking flute. It'll be sick. What? They do that. That When people, back when soldiers march, they have a guy playing I know. music you, and shit. Like, like an iPod. Like, yeah, look at these two guys. You play drums. You play the flute. <laughs> Watch out for the bullets. I'd be like, fuck you, dude. Give me a gun. Anyway. Uh, stripped. Louisville. They're, Bedtime. One of their last, like, kind of sanctions relating to the brothel, the, you know, the parties that they had. That the Ragers. Yeah, resulted in Patino's <laughs> uh, dismissal. It was to take down and vacate the 2013 National Championship. Interesting. I mean, who gives a shit? I mean, players don't. I mean, as a fan, I don't. Like, I know as a fan, like, Syracuse has gone through this. And I went there and I, you know, I'm a big fan of Syracuse. And they vacated, like, 100 some of Jim Beheim's wins. But he's still, in my mind, the first to 1,000 wins at one institution. Whereas K, Coach K now has 1,000 plus wins. So that, the sanctions, like, will never change history. So, like... Yes, they vacated the title. They still handed a defeat. Michigan still lost that title game. You mm-hmm. can't take that off the record. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's what like that's what I know. I think Jay Billis referred to it as like J- uh, Jim Beheim still handed out a thousand plus losses. You know, as a coach, whereas Louisville handed Michigan a loss in that title game. You can't change that. Michigan it, still has that loss on the record. I don't know why that anyone thought like this will be a punishment. Dude, what? I, I think also they like, it. it's it's the NCAA. Like yeah, they don't know. It, to is, do, like, it is about Reggie Bush. Who who? Guess who didn't lose anything? The anybody? People, anybody who is behind it? Only the players pay, of course. 
They're not even paying Well, Patino though. lost his job. Okay. Fine. They got sanctioned. Like, the program yeah, but, took a hit. But, yo, but, if, if I was a fan of Louisville... I celebrated that night. You can't you take won. that away from me. I've been I've been talking shit for what four years now, going on five, yeah. and I don't think I'm gonna stop if I'm a fan of Louisville. That would be like someone being like, "Yo, the Giants didn't win any Super Bowls." I'd be like, "Whatever, dude." Like, yo, but I don't, you know, I'm not rooting for this team to see it on paper. I lived through this shit. Yeah, okay? exactly. You experienced it. That's yeah. I I don't need a, so a, a banner for you to tell me that. And also. Banging prostitutes has nothing to do with my three-point shot. Which is what Patino said. He's like, we didn't do anything performance-enhancing. He's like, did we host some illegal parties? Yes. Did we attend some illegal parties that we shouldn't have gone to? Yes. But did it affect our performance on the court? No. Yeah. It wasn't performance-enhancing. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. I don't know. Being that relaxed and happy might affect your performance. <laughs> Everybody's like, <laughs> nah, but that's all, natural. All the, yeah, all these D1 I feel like athletes it, If are, anything, we should be rewarding those players. Because imagine right? thinking, you know... There's like two minutes left, and you're thinking like, I mean, do we really care if we win or lose here? We're gonna go fuck like ten people after this. You think those thirty-two points were impressive? He busted three nuts before he even got here. <laughs> Check the knees, okay? <laughs> um, what else do we have here? MLB change of pace. Of course, this is always a topic that comes up uh, with the MLB changing the pace of play. The pace <clears throat> of play. Yes. Yeah. Can I? Uh, I feel like I should start this one. Uh, I'm not the biggest baseball guy, though I do respect the sport. Soccer and baseball are in are very similar in many ways, and uh, a lot of people don't like to admit it. Um, too many people want to make changes to things, right? The average game last year was an MLB like historical length, right? And it was only three hours and five minutes. Longest so, average games in the MLB. Yeah, three hours and five minutes, right? Think about football games, one to four. Right? You're looking at three hours there. We don't complain about it there. We're trying to make too many changes to baseball. And baseball gets picked on, man. I was watching SportsCenter, and the entire opening segment was about the game seven between the Astros and the Dodgers. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Was it McCullers that pitch that started that game? He finished the game. He finished it. So who was a starter for 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 that uh, game? Not Peacock. I'd have to. Look anyway, whoever the starter was, they were they were tracking the mound visits and the times in between pitches, right? And you hear some of these players, and they're saying like, "Yo, these are these are important. We, we don't just go out there to put on a show. We don't go out there to just uh, talk and have a good time. Like we go out there to strategize." Right. There's a lot of things that go into it. And sure, you want to speed up the game. Fine. But I just don't see the point in that. I'll tell you, baseball is becoming its own worst enemy. Um, Baseball has been its own worst enemy for a long time now. Um, Baseball is the only sport in my recent memory where they go out of their way to villainize their own superstars slash their own way of being. Baseball, we've heard this from a lot of baseball players. Baseball is a game that is going to be long. Uh, it's long form. Um, if you're only looking to read a 500-word article, don't open the New York Times, right? If you're looking to watch a six-minute video, don't watch cable television, right? There's there's different things that you could do. And the fact that at the MLB itself is the people that's making so much fuss about this. First, it was Rob Manfred saying, 
I'm making change pace of play changes whether these players like it or not. I'm putting in a shot clock, I mean a pitch clock, and I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And the players are like, uh oh, no, you're not. And then Rob Manfred was like, uh, yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it anyway. A couple of days go by and Rob Manfred's like, well, we're only gonna do this one thing that doesn't really make a difference at all. Right? Which is the actual rule they made is there can only be six times that a player can visit the mound during a game. And coach. And coach. Now I wonder how many times but pitchers are visited six times. I'm sure it's very rare. There's, there's no, no... I think it happens more than you think. Okay, that's possible. There's no penalty, right? So what I, happens? And it's at the umpire's discretion. Wilson Contreras was like, dude, if it's late in the game and we've gone six times, I'm still going out there. They can find me whatever they want. I'm trying to win the game. Right. And there's no, there's no penalty. There's no like... Personally, for me, I would like to see some kind of penalty. Like, look... If you if you are a coach and you pass the foul line twice in an inning, your pitcher has to come out. That's the easiest way to get you know to get it, people to stop. It's hard doing in it. baseball because everything is so significant, like literally everything. You can't just put a guy on first like that. Right, and the penalty is not necessarily in your best interest. So let's say that Wilson Contreras wants to walk like the the there's set, runners on second and third, and you know they got the you know Cespedes coming up for the Mets. And you already visited six times, and the penalty is put the guy in first, like a balk. I'm running out there. Let, let's walk Cespedes. Sounds like a great plan. And I get to talk to my guy. About the next, yeah, about right. the bases loaded at bat. Right, All which right. I would have done anyway. So there's ways around the rule, and I just think the rule is so vague that it's not going to help anything. And the fact that the only rule that you, that you actually put forth after talking all kinds of shit, if you're Rob Manford, is, I don't know, it's just, it's just a bad look. Uh, Charlie Morton is the pitcher that I was uh, referring to before. I think, like, I don't know, like, we said it before the podcast and, like, no one agrees with me, but I just don't think, you know, just something simple for me is, like, the reliever pitchers that are in the dugout, uh, in the bullpen, warming up for God knows how long, and then basically backwards walk to the mound for 40 minutes and then get there (laughs) and then throw for a... Yeah, I know, but I'm saying like yeah, football feels like walk. I'm aware, I'm aware, but I'm saying like that, like you know what I mean? It's it's wild. Fucking, they're all the way in the outfield, dead center, and then they got to come from there. They're warming up for 20 minutes, and then they walk this whole way. Then they start warming up again. Like, can we just put the fucking bullpens like down yeah, the third baseline? Or I don't something? think that's slow. Well, they did have that, and that's like a danger for for no, the players. I know. Like, I mean, you know, put a wall up or some shit. Like Wrig- Nets. Wrigley used to have that. They moved them to the outfield because <laughs> like dangers and shit. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just think like what that, is, what I, is uh, that was like one simple. I don't thing. think I think that's like a moot point. That's not. Yeah, but it's like that's a step in the right direction. Like, like okay, we got rid of fucking four five minutes. That, no, but what. Like they come in and throw five pitches. That's not changing. They do not the, throw five pitches. The commercial is mostly them coming in. Like no, that's they, when they you cut, don't when see they open, all of that during the commercial, dude. When they open the door and start running, they take six steps. They cut the commercial. When they're back, this dude's still throwing on the mound. Yeah, but they're getting ready to go. Yeah, but I'm saying like we could just get rid of that. Nah, you have to like that. It, it's about depth perception. Like you're throwing to a new catcher. Yo, I don't have an issue with that. I don't think about that as time wasting. What about the guy that steps into the box, sees one pitch, then comes out and has to readjust his gloves, and then sees another pitch, and then I mean, they have has to time. Do a the ball goes back to the pitcher, and the pitcher walks around the mound you know and think? fucking looks around, puts his hand with the fucking bag, looks up to the fucking hot dog guy. You know what affects the game too a lot? Like speed, 
right? And speed has kind of like fallen out of the game. Agreed. I feel like, right? But we still have pitchers throwing over right. to first base. Contact hitting. Right. There's no contact hitters anymore. How many How many guys are we going to see that are going to bat? that the, the ideal hitter these days, it seems like, is a guy who bats 245, yeah. but has a 380 on base percentage and hits 30 to 35 home runs. What what are you getting when you're betting 335 and a 380 on base percentage? You you're getting a guy who strikes out a ton and walks a ton, which means he's seeing more pitches per at bat, which means the game's longer. It's like, it's pretty simple math. So I the, I just say honestly, if you're baseball, I would embrace it. And how do you guys feel about We are the long form game. How do you feel about a pitcher coming out of the dugout to face one guy and then leaving, and a new guy get in there. That's one thing that I would consider. I would consider one pitching change per inning. See, like I, I don't consider myself a purist because I'm open to change. Like the replay, I was like, I was hesitant, but I was like, you know what? It, if it's right for the, like, it's just the right. You got to get the calls right. So whatever. If it takes away from the human element, so be it. Like I'd rather get the thing right than you know above all. But for the one pitcher, like that's part of baseball. Like, yeah, specialist. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be down to, with that because how uh, many times do you see it that a righty's coming up and you want to put in a lefty? Or, or did you see uh, this thing? Sorry, Rich, you want to put in a righty? Did you guys see this thing that Rich Eisen? Said? Yeah, but the starters pitching yeah. all these guys. Did you see the thing Rich Eisen? I did, but that's why they're a starter though, too. You could hit anyone in the ninth inning. Huh? He's Rich Eisen said he's heard it, you know, thrown around the idea. Yeah, you could put anyone out there. You're three guys. His, yeah, because they were relating it back to you know star players in every other sport don't sit in crunch time. I think it could be interesting. I don't like that. I at don't all. like that either. That would be fire. That would completely change the whole. But that's the whole, changing the game of baseball right. completely. I'm not. I'm not even like. I'm not anywhere near a baseball purist. But I was like. But that is like. I think that's. A little I would crazy. even consider that. First of all, in one point he's right, but in another, like the best closer, like your best pitchers on the mound, essentially to get the three out. So the best player is kind of playing. You know. Granted, it's not the best hitter, but it just guarantees that. A chance, you know, like with LeBron it, has the ball in his hand. Yeah, yeah. I know. I, know. Nah, I, I understand not sitting, not it, JR, but I don't know? agree with it. I don't either. It's a different game. I I don't I think that's no, the worst rule. I have no made. initial reaction to it. You, I hate it. How do you not have an immediate reaction after you, I just told you that? You I, 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 I heard it you when I heard it. I, I could see both sides of it. I don't like that at all. Look, if you, but look, but then what happens to the rest of the rotation? Do you just make one up in the ninth now? Nah, it's you put whoever you are, and then the rotation begins again, right? It's like fucking soccer. You the just line make a lineup. Out of I think that's a better idea than just putting a runner on second base. That's horrible too. I think it's a much better idea than that. But that's an extra inning rule, so that's a little. That's what was that like the eleventh or twelfth inning? Yeah. They said if you're at home and you're trailing, then that's the only you could bat anyone you want. My bad. Yo, that scared me. <laughs> he just stepped on my foot. I jumped. <laughs> I don't know, I don't Honestly, like I'd fuck with it if you had to be like, yo, what would you rather like implement? It would be run around second in the really? 12th inning. Because that would, happen, would that would happen far less than... That would happen every game. That's changing the game. That's a good point by like boss there. Seven, seven, eight, like the ninth inning, if you could change your batting order, you're changing the game. Whereas in the 12th inning, that happens every so often. Like what? Maybe 10% of your, of your games this. played? Like change the order in the 12th. I don't know, man. I, I, if I'm baseball, I'm not taking... I'm not... The only thing I'm doing to make the game quicker... It's taking away shifts. It's the only way. It's the only thing I'm doing. Why? Exactly that makes the game quicker, say. though. Right. That make, to take away. No, it doesn't. How? There's more outs. Like you move the game. All right. Fine. I, uh, making the game quicker is the wrong objective. Make the game more exciting. 
right, then, yeah. I, I don't think there's much you could do as baseball to make the game shorter. What you can do, though, is ensure the most excitement. And I think the way you ensure yes. that is to take those things away and make sure... And you know, take take You're those right. yeah take the shifts away and make sure that teams are not tanking which we're seeing now a lot of teams are not in it this year make sure that's not happening somehow and you know just put the best product on the field as you can I agree and one pitching change per inning like you said Nick what if you want the righty to face a lefty what if you want the lefty to face the righty I don't care what a, I agree like dude the pitcher is the, the starting pitcher is playing is pitching against everyone it's possible you guys are professionals you're the best in the world I think you can handle pitching to someone else who's the fucking lefty so hold on whatever but I, I'd counter that because like what if you get stuck in a long inning so you'd have to set if you want to implement one pitching change per inning I feel like you have to set okay you can change twice but this pitcher has to throw like 30 pitches minimum I I'm, like I'm, or something like or that has to be an, I'm okay with that no I, I wouldn't honestly I, what I would like do you is you can't I'd have say, leave one guy out there and get shelled and ruin his career because you have to well no no I, I'm not saying like, like only, only one up. thing I'm saying just one batter because of the lefty righty right. thing I think that's right. just like come on right like you're you're or minimum three batters the know. closer and the the starter they pitch to everyone you can't in the middle of the, the fucking game like just pick someone who's going to be good and if they're really though. bad then take them out. Put in a different guy. Yeah, I have no problem with that. It's advanced, but like, if they're getting if they're getting shelled in one inning, they get, one guy walks three guys. Okay, another guy comes in. He gave up five hits. All right, let's get another guy in. Like that, I understand. But just one batter get out. Like, come on. You can also blame advanced analytics for the right, slowing of baseball. Sure, but I'm with you. And what you were saying earlier, we were like football games are long as fuck, but no one's complaining about this. It's the excitement factor in yeah, baseball. Well, so shit like the shift, shit like you know everything. The game is just very slow to begin. I, with. I don't. I don't think that's also the issue. What do you have with the NFL? Sixteen games. So every game is a cowboy rager. But it's also every game, way more exciting. But here's the thing, though. But look, hear me out. Every game there's there's sixteen of them. So every game you go and you tailgate. You go. It means something. Like oh damn, I'm not gonna play for another week. What I would present, not change the game. Why not change the season? Yo, cut cut forty games off. Make it 120, right? Or what is that, 42 games you cut? Every team in your division, you play them 18 times. You play 9-9 nine and nine home away. Why not take away a series home and away that's, six, that's 24 games right there? And then you shorten the season and you create some more urgency. Why do people like the NCAA I, tournament? I think that the only problem with that is, like, like I said, with basketball, it's easy to do something like that where you changed it because it's a per-game basis. It's going to be hard to erase the record books of like steroid user past that they're so want to erase. Like well, I'm sure one of the reasons why John Carlo went to the Yankees this year was to have some of that excitement. I, I can't imagine what John Carlo is going to be like in that small ass stadium. It's going to look, it's going to have a lot of, I'm not hating. All right, I was going to say, cause like to the gaps, it's the same size as any other. Look, I'm not hating, but if you're looking at Marlins park, one of the hardest parks to hit a home run in and Yankee stadium, one of the easiest parks. to hit it, a home is. Run in. it is what it is. It's built like that. No, no hate. Right, I'll I'll hate on that another time, but I'm just saying you put Giancarlo in that situation, and who knows what could happen? If if a new home run champion is crowned this year, and it's a Yankee, yo, go ahead. Baseball is back to the forefront. I will say, you know what one team did? The Humidor. What do you think about the Humidor in Arizona? Do you guys know about that? No. So and they're Colorado. Putting, is it Colorado? That's who, that's who started it. I don't know if it's in Arizona, but definitely no, Colorado. No, Arizona was like breaking news this past week or two weeks ago. Okay. What is it? So Colorado they're putting their baseballs in the humidor before whatever X amount of time before the game because I know a lot. Well, that was a lot of theories too where the ball was juiced. Mm -hmm. So the ball won't be, I guess, like waterlogged per se, which means less flight on the ball. 
Which is and they which have, could affect big. Uh, it could like affect a lot of numbers. So hold on, isn't that isn't that like I don't think oh, that does oh, shit well, for the John Carlos. Be honest with you. Well, so Arizona, Arizona, and, and Colorado are high above sea level, so the air is thinner, mm-hmm. so the ball travels easier. So that's why so many home runs get hit there, and and that's why there's so much like fireworks. If you look at Colorado, you, you know the yeah, story about the Colorado. Cor- yeah, yeah. Cor- yeah. Cor- right. Colorado's been doing this for a while, actually. I and didn't know that. It hasn't really been. Uh, something like that. I, 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 really, I don't know the science behind it. I find it hard to believe that it's like a drastic difference. It is. It affects the travel of the ball. I'm not. I'm not. You're not gonna hit the ball as far. What are you referring to? I'm the talking humidor. about the humidor. Yeah. yeah. The you humidor. Think it's, it's drastic. Yes. The hum. Yeah, because the humidor softens the ball. It affects the ball. Yeah, but I'm saying like, is it drastic? Yes. Well, they're telling like you numbers that. will fall. Home run numbers will definitely, be, I think, be drastically down. though. Yes, I mean, I mean we can compare like it to not Coors. Dr- I mean, they're going to drop. Uh, we can compare it to Colorado. I'll be prepared next time we come in with the numbers to follow up on. Yeah, this. I mean, I don't know the science behind it, but I, I you know, like I said, I think if someone hits the shit out of the ball, it's whatever the hell is inside it, right, it's going to go. That's not the difference. The difference is like there's big gaps in these places as well because the ballparks are expanded. It's the path of the ball, the flight of the ball, the speed of the ball. All of that takes in consideration. I mean, I, I mean, it's obvious. I'm just telling you, numbers impact. will fall. It, you're changing the ball, like so that, that doesn't not change anything. They would not take home runs out of the game. They're no, not, that's stupid. That's all they have for the casual. And for excitement factor, yeah. Right, exactly. Like that. That's what I think. Baseball has people have been more interested in these last two years than previous years before that. Am I crazy? Yeah, no, but it's that. That's had a lot of. A lot of help with a new commissioner who's really like been out there, and also like great, great world well, you series. Had, I'm right. I mean, you had the Cubs, and then yeah, now you have. I was going to say you, you also have Aaron it, Judge and John Carlos Stanley right. now. Like even moving forward, like people are going to want to watch. It baseball. also helps when you have the Cubs factor. Yeah, Cubs right? and the, the Astros the last year was. But a really also good not not just the Astros. Yankees went seven games before World Series. Yankees are one of the most popular teams in the world, right? And that's that's saying a lot for a baseball team that's. You know, it, it's an American sport, right? The, the there's no no one's watching baseball in Greece. Japan, yeah, it's just you know, Japan, right? Yeah, yeah, it's it's Japan and like people in like those Caribbean countries because you got a lot of Dominicans and a lot of like uh, you know uh, Puerto Rican players in the league too. But ba- the, the Yankee logo is like worldwide known. Yeah, I think and having base- them being good. Sorry, boss. Having them being good is huge for baseball. Yeah, yeah. baseball benefited from two years ago was Cleveland. Chicago, right? The two longest droughts in their respective leagues, the AL Nano. And uh, last year we had the LA Dodgers, don't forget, in the Dodgers World Series, too, yeah. the second biggest market in baseball. With First the, time since 88, right? With the biggest oh. payroll, yeah. So, I mean, that definitely affects viewership. And Everyone was all, all about things. the Astros, too, last year. Everyone was all about how the, the SI A lot of star power, you know, Altuve yeah. is. That's, you talk about Judge and Stan being excited because they're two tall dudes. Like, Altuve is five foot six and crushing. Yeah. That's exciting, too. Like, to see. That guy's numbers in the playoffs were ridiculous last year. No, yeah, the guy's so numbers in general. Are I hate that ridiculous. guy. He's so good. I respect him so much, but, like, just watching him play, I'm like, yo, this dude hacks first pitch fastball all the time. Dude, how, do you like know how long his bat is? He looks, he like looks he's like bigger than his waist. I know. He looks like he's swinging like a 36, 37 inch nipple. <laughs> First of all, Alfonso Soriano, I feel like he used to swing a 900 oh. foot bat. Yeah, he used to swing like a 40 ounce bat. Yo, Alfonso was. Soriano was ahead of his time. I bet you if he was a hitter now, he would be making $200 million. I mean, he made a he nice made a good pay. Yeah. His, his yeah. bat yeah. was. I feel he like did, his shit was. He made like 140 or 100. I was going to say it was like in the 130. He was a high strikeout guy, though, in a time when high strikeouts wasn't as fashionable as it is now. 
Yeah, I guess so. Uh, speaking of baseball, like some people are getting signed. We talked about how like no one was getting signed, but J.D. Martinez and Eric Hosmer finally got signed. Tim had a big sigh of relief. I was talking to him uh, earlier today about it. Did you? Yeah, because yeah. he's he's been worried about the strike. He's been saying oh, that pretty much a word. this whole time. I, I forgot about I that. I thought it could be I thought it could be a big problem, and I don't think baseball can see itself recovering from a strike right now, unless unless they had some kind of hockey changes where you know hockey got rid of offsides and made the goals bigger. Well, they, they no, it was, it was, it was two the two line, line pass. passing. Icing. Yeah, oh, two line no, pass. Oh, two line pass. Well, there you go. I don't know. There you go. That's my hockey. And then, <laughs> and like they made the the pads shorter and the goal bigger. Like it's got to be that kind of drastic change. Like you know, getting rid of the shift. But like, what do you think about the signings in general? JD goes to Boston, right? A contender, so they make a big splash. I guess two years they get Chris Sale last year in that trade where they traded Moncada and you know top prospects. So they're kind of I don't know going for it. they have Benintendi, Bradley, and. Bets right, and the kid at third base, the the prospect Devers, Rafael Dev- Devers, Rafael Devers. Yo, when, but like I'm saying, like that's a so who's DHing? Are you getting rid of Bradley? Like they, I, I don't know. I feel like I mean Hanley could DH sometimes. I mean, Hanley's kind of done on the field. He's playing first base yeah, now. I what tried. I what I'm looking at is a lot of people are like, oh, the Red Sox are going for it and all this stuff and blah blah. blah. The Red Sox won the division last year. Yeah. And everyone everyone yeah. remember that? Like the Red Sox were division winners and they went from leading the league and being historically good at home runs and run scored to dead last in the American League in home runs. Now, what team are they? Are they the team that led the league in runs? Now you're missing a, a piece like Big Poppy. So when you say that they're not that team. But also are they the team that's gonna be dead last in home runs this year? No, they're not that team either. Adding a power hitter like J.D. Martinez solidifies that lineup. It lengthens everyone. It allows Devers to kind of get into his own a little bit. It takes the pressure off Benintendi, who's going to be their number two hitter probably this year. It takes the pressure off a guy like Hanley Ramirez, who had a bad year last year and is looking to rebound. It takes the pressure off a lot of guys in that offense. And you're you're talking about a team who brings one of the better rotations to the game, one of the, one of the top guys in the league, right? And look, they had a, they had a bunch of guys who had a down year. Um, not Pomeranz. Porcello. Uh, Porcello went from Cy Young to below average pitcher. So you, Price couldn't stay on the field and his Price, beef with Eckersley. Like, oh, that's the had a right. bunch of off the field stuff. A them too. lot of stuff got in the way of the Red Sox last year, and they still won the division. This is a team that I like a lot. I think the addition of J.D. Martinez is a fantastic one. I think that he's one of the more underrated sluggers in the league last year. When he got traded to Arizona, he led the league in home runs afterwards more than Giancarlo Stanton hit. So I think that the J.D. JD Martinez signing is is great. And I think the Hosmer signing on the other side, you want to talk about J.D. Martinez? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So hold off on Hosmer. So J.D. Martinez is 29 years old. 45 home runs last year, 119 games, $110 million. Giancarlo, 28 years old, 59 home runs, 159 games, $295 million remaining on his contract. Is it that much of a difference to be paying $180 million more to one guy than the other? Because if, if you take his numbers, J.D. Martinez, and you equate it to 159 games, his numbers are better than uh, Giancarlo Stanton. I think that the Red Sox got a huge steal here, especially when Tim's been saying for months now that J.D. Martinez is a $200 million guy. Get him on like a discount, dude. That's crazy. And you look at what the Yankees are paying on the other end, and we've been saying how teams don't want to pay. Well, I've been saying 
that teams don't want to pay these 10, 7, well, 7 to 10 year contracts. I don't think it matters because there's no cap in baseball. So as long as like the Yankees are under the luxury tax, which they are, like they'll pay whatever. You know, it takes. I also think that there has to be something said for you know these contracts aren't only for their abilities. It's like Stan's like a superstar. JD Martinez, a casual fan, has no idea who he is. Yeah, that's a good point. It's probably true, actually. Like he's way more marketable than JD Martinez. He's also stuck in Detroit, like a small market team. Right. Even though they were winning. Let's no. see if that changes in Boston. Detroit. Yeah, that that could, but it's like you know. Oh yeah, it's a bigger stage for him now. Yeah, being a Red Sox as to even a Diamondbacks. And Stanton was fucking you know. This guy's everyone knows who knows who that is. That's true. And everyone wants to fuck him. <laughs> he kind of looks like the Rock a little him. bit. Yeah, he said. You said nah. he looks like Bruno Marsy kind of you know. But if Bruno Mars was like an athlete and like way taller than like three Bruno Marses, <laughs> you know what I mean. Bruno Mars is the man. I don't know. Off top. Fuck with Bruno Mars. Yeah, I'm down with Bruno Mars. I'm down with baseball. Yo, can we start the Hosmer talk now? Then? Are, we, are we ready for <laughs> that? Who's really, permission are you I'm really, I'm really like excited about the Hosmer to the Padres. Eight years? I five years with the, the option, but yeah, eight years total. Yeah, five years and then three option years, right? Yeah. So with Hosmer. But, uh, which, my bad. I think it's five years and then you can opt into the final three. So oh, like, okay. you have to like opt in or opt out. So JD Martinez's contract the other way is front loaded the first two years and then option, option, option. And I think they're team options. So that's the kind of like, yo, this guy led the league in home runs and that's the kind of contract he's getting. I don't know, man. I don't see, I don't see good things coming. I have, I have this bad feeling. Anyway, um, but the Hosmer signing is really good. The owner of the Padres came out and said Will Myers has the potential to be better than Eric Hosmer, but he has no like willingness to be a leader in the clubhouse. I think one thing that you can see about Eric Hosmer is that he brings um, a type of attitude that winning teams have. That Kansas City Royals team was completely dependent on him at, when they won the World Series, when they got the two World Series back-to-back, which is one of the hardest things to do in sports when you're in baseball, get to the series back-to-back. Um, you could say that the teams that they won with were not traditional World Series teams built, but they were excellent teams, and he was a big catalyst for that. The fact that he can do almost everything. He's not a big home run hitter, but no one in that park is going to be a big home run hitter, so they have to plan around that. I think he's going to be great for Will Myers. I think he's going to be great for some of the young guys there. Look, the Padres are building something, and they're making something positive. So uh, shout-out to the Padres for actually you know trying to make it and – Hopefully, I think Hosmer knows that this is not a, I'm going to sign here and win right away. This is, I'm going to sign here, and in year three, that's when things are going to start culminating. Yeah, he shouldn't expect much, man. That division's hard, right? Down here for the Giants last year. They revamped. They got some big names coming in. Big ones. McCutch and Longoria. Also, not even that. Bumgarner's going to be back, right? Dodgers won 100-plus games. Went to the World Series Game 7. Diamondbacks and Rockies made the playoffs. So, it's a tough division. He shouldn't be expecting... Like you said, Tim, wait three, four years. Yeah. I kind of think they have, like, the lineup to compete right now. It's a little crazy. I mean, they, they went out and got Freddie Galvis. Tim, thoughts? Former NL East foe. I like, I like Galvis. That's short. He's wait, a good I mean, player. He is a good player. Uh, Chase Headley they bought back at third. Another good player. Then they have young guys. Now, like, Man, Manny Margo is a top prospect in baseball. So, he's, you know, about one or two years in. Um solid leadoff hitter i think he could be like really good at top of the lineup as a table setter you know if he continues to work on his game then you got hunter renfro who never like took off last year like as expected big dinger guy but it's like dinger or bust 
even though that's like you know the typical baseball player nowadays he just wasn't getting on base at all and to be hit 220 or whatever and and if you're not hitting the ball out of the park it's a problem and he wasn't really doing much of it but he has the potential to do it so it'll be interesting to see where they can get him in the lineup and jose perella you know is in the other corner i kind of like him too as a top of the lineup guy and table setter so they don't really have much pop they have will myers who probably brings the most pop and and haas now but uh they have a lot of old school type you know get on and and maybe turn a, a walk into a double or a single to a double and get over for guys like Hosmer and Myers. This is going to be one of those teams where you're not going to sweep them in the series. You might win. You're going to win two out of three probably, but you're going to win two out of three, and the score is going to be four three five four six three, and they're going to really give you a, a run for your money. Mm. Yeah, I hate to do this, but aren't all the scores like that in baseball? <laughs> Suck it. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to do this. Yeah, I kind of like their but bullpen, this is though. The best thing ever. They just have no starting, like starting pitching. That's been the story of the Padres for forever. I know, but I don't know. They have Brad Hand, who really came on the second half last year, took that closer role. Who I kind of fucking like. Yeah, he's on my fantasy team, so I like him even more. And uh, I don't know. Carter Caps too had a couple good years in Miami. He was injured all last year, so if he can get it together, you guys know who Carter Caps is. The, the a, yeah. The caps. funky uh, Mets nemesis. The funky delivery where he doesn't deliver; he like steps forward. Yo, the double jump. Yeah, the double jump, which they tried to ban. But uh, yeah, I mean he's solid if he's healthy. I don't know. I kind of like what the pods have going. They just need some arms now. Hmm. And it's lit. That is our show. Tis. Tis lit. We're gonna get. We gotta get better at these endings now. That we don't have picks. I know. It's just like very fucking. We can talk about handshakes every week. I was, yeah, I was going to mention great handshake stories. How are we dapping each other up after this? When was the last time I dapped you up? I mean, I dapped Earlier you up today. every time I come in here. Yeah. Do you? Fuck kind her. of. I think so. Or when I'm leaving here, at least. Me and Tim are going to put on a handshake clinic me, for, me for the Joe, IG. I'm, I'm past daps, dude. Like, I also have like a unique handshake with Joe that he pulled on me one time. I was like, whatever. And I just do it back to him now every time. Yeah, that's like annoying when when you're... You do, you do that shit to me one time, I got mad pissed. I'm like, fuck it. <laughs> I like ghosted his handshake. Like he put his <laughs> hand out to dab me up and I just went like this. Put your hand I was just like and then walked away. I think it was like the first time I met him. Oh, I was like, yeah, it's not cool at all. So I do it to My boy time. John just does the stiff hand. He goes like this to you. You know what and I just hate? just stops his hand like completely open. When someone dabs you up and then snaps like while your hand's in with oh, your hand. Oh my god, that's I'm like, word. yo, easy on my that, thumbs. That's Johnny. a very no, no, Brian no, no. high they, school they, dap. They, they go like this. That. Oh no, that's so deep. But yeah, they snap around your you thumb. I'm like, yeah. like dap on the way out, like the, the snap on the way out. Yeah, I mean that happens. That's, that happens, like, yeah. No, that yeah. is that's that's impressive. Like I feel like you gotta be a, a dap good friend. An old school yeah. dap gamer. You know what's hilarious? When you go to dap somebody and it sounds like a handball, it's like and you're like, yo! Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, yeah. That, that was a good one. No, Nick yeah. is the king of that. Yeah. Like you do that all the time. You recognize yeah, a good dad. Yeah. It's like, yo. Recognize a good dad when you see one, you know? Yeah. Anyways, we're pushing the hug, though. I think. Is that <laughs> with the consensus here? How funny would it be to just hug random people? What's up, man? Boom. Hug him. I'm a hugger already. People aren't comfortable with that, I feel like. You ever look at people like when you go in, like you first, whatever, mm-hmm. greet them? Like, I yeah, love hugging so. people who are uncomfortable with hugs. I love it. Because they That's make it, weird. they make it out alive, and they've just hugged another human being. They always feel good after. I feel like I'm good at reading energy. So, like I said before, like with girls and stuff, like I won't even go in for a handshake if I feel like they're just like, yeah, hi, and just like look at the floor, <laughs> or like look away. I'm like, all right, well, big high five, gr- a guy with girls. You send a message What's right up? away. Yeah. 
I guess. Sup? What message is that? Don't worry about it. That's why it's a message. <laughs> Double high-fiving. Nah, that's wild. No, no, no. What the <laughs> fuck are you doing? <laughs> two hands, you idiots. <laughs> yo, yo, I'm going to start doing that. Both double high-five. The double high-five, like I guess subbed off the soccer field. But yo, what's good? <laughs> that's <laughs> also... Like the soccer field. That's great. I'm starting the double-tab high-five. That's too much work, man. I'm tired just hearing about that. <laughs> Where can they find you, Tim? At Tim Pachop on all social media outlets, but only if you're feeling real, real frisky. Brodo is back, although I'm not on it. Sorry. But it's good baseball stuff with the Twins, who you know will bring you the information that you need to win some fantasy titles. Nick? LamVM10 on all social media outlets. Degeneration Bets this week, we're doing a people's podcast. Stole the idea from here and brought it over there. Uh, with my guy Impy, who's not here, though I'll plug him away because Tim did the hand single. I I M P Y two underscores. You already know. Also, the jerks at SCJ Pod were preparing a very interesting tournament, uh, a March Madness style wrestling style bracket. So check that out at SCJ Pod on Twitter. Ball. At Individual Twenty Seven on Twitter and the Gram. Uh, and you guys can follow me at Joe Sanagato and go follow the show at Veterans Minimum and our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Veterans Minimum. And that is all. We'll see you next time. That was mad loud. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.